0: Awesome. So I'm Pastor Linda Price with Common Ground Ministry. I'm also the CEO of Launch It, 30 Days to Greatness, Six-Figure Success with Biblical Principles. I know that's a mouthful, right? But that is the the topic or the title of my books, I should say, that the Lord gave me and also for my coaching platform, I know. There's coaches come a dime a dozen, people come a dime a dozen talking about they're a coach of this and they're a coach of that. And it's funny that a friend of mine and I were having that exact same conversation, right? But let me just share with you a little bit about me and then you can decide whether or not you want to hear what I have to say or what I'm talking about. And this message is for my marketplace ministers. This is for um, those that say, you know what? I believe you've called me to entrepreneurship, God. I know that you've called me to entrepreneurship, but maybe you struggle one to give yourself that title, right? Which there's nothing wrong with that. Two, you're not exactly sure how you're going to make money at it. So you don't know if you can really call what you want to do a business or not, right? Or three, you already have a business, right? And you feel like you launched out to do what God had called you to do, but it hasn't become successful, right? You haven't been able to make money at it. And so one thing that I want to share with you right quick is I've written two books, right? You can find them on my website at garlandaprice.com. You don't have to go buy them, but I'm going to be speaking from them just to share with you Why God has called us in the marketplace ministry? Why is it so important for you to walk in that calling? Why is it so important for you to know and trust the word of God and what he says about you? Everybody will not reach the masses from the pulpit. Everybody will not reach the masses from inside the four walls of the church, right? Zion, the church of God, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ that God is coming back for, he's sending many of you out, hence evangelism, right? But he can do that through business and the business of marketplace ministry. And I think where a lot of people struggle, there's two areas that I see people struggling with. Well, three, one is how to make money at it, right? We're going to talk about that in future podcasts, but I'm going to touch on it today too. The second thing is people struggle with making money um, using God's name. Right, but God said, I've given you the ability to get wealth and to create abundance. Right, He said, I desire that you prosper as your soul prospers. He said, I'll give you hidden treasures in secret places. Right, so God is not averse to you making money in His name, not off His name, in His name. Glory to God, and you'll know the difference and you'll try it by the fruit. You'll know, right, but we'll talk about that later on. The other re- thing, other reason that people struggle is because they've Feel like they've launched out to do what God said do, but maybe it just didn't work out. So this is the reference scripture. I'm going to share with you my book. This is one of them. This is the mindset book. Launch at 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success of Biblical Principles. It's a mindset book by Pastor Garland to Price Me, right? You can get it on my website, but this is the back of the cover. And I want to read to you the reference scripture, Luke 5 and 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. I don't know why that scripture makes me want to cry, right? But anyway, launch your 30 days to greatness. is God's way of showing you and I that he has called us into marketplace ministry and that he indeed did call you. For your business, our businesses, to be an extension of his outreach that will lead and draw others to the knowledge of his saving grace and to make a successful living financially doing his will. Right? It's not designed for everyone to try to live off of a salary or an income from the church. Or maybe God has called you to launch a church or to birth a church or to start it. But the church isn't bringing in enough revenue to pay you, right? And so, therefore, you have to figure out, how am I going to make money, you know? Because church is, there's part of church and ministry that is a business. I know that people don't like to hear that, and they don't like to think about that. But even when the, the taxes needed to be paid, Jesus told the disciples to go down to the lake and get, the, and the coin was in the fish's mouth. He said, pay Caesar's was Caesar's, and God's was God's, right? So he knew that there were expenses that came along with ministry, Right. And he was a um, contractor. Right. Jesus was a carpenter. So certainly um, Aquila and Priscilla in the um, Bible, they were tent makers. Paul was also a tent maker. Right. And they all worshiped and ministered together. Um, I forget who was a physician. It escapes me while I'm talking to you, right? But there, um, but Lydia was a cloth dealer. You know, the Proverbs 31 woman. She owned real estate. She invested in businesses while staying up late cooking and sewing for her family and her household, and to send um, products across on merchant ships. So these things are spoken about and talked about in the Bible. But I think because um, the world tends to condemn. Money and ministry together. And I say that because there was an era of prosperity preaching, right? Where all that we've heard about was money coming to the body of Christ. Money coming to the body of Christ. But it never talked about the servant being worthy of the higher, as Paul speaks about in the word of God. And so I want to share with you, and my book will prove to you inside why God wants us to go into marketplace ministry. Not all of us, but many of us. That is our calling, right? So here it is in Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 3. It says, now it shall be, if you diligently obey the Lord, your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord, your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. If you obey the Lord, your God, Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. And so here's the last part of what I write. And it says, If you are ready to change your life, the life of your business, and all that God has revealed to you to complete for his glory in the earth realm and in the spirit realm, then you must launch out into the deep. Glory to God and let down your nets for a catch. And so that verse of scripture talks about how Peter, he had fished all night, right? And so here it is that the Lord, um, Jesus was walking along the lake of Genesaret and he saw Peter. And so Jesus was trying to get away from the crowd. So he told Jesus, um, he told Peter, I'm sorry, take me out, right? And so when he got out, when they were out on the water, he said, let down your net for a catch. And so Peter said, but we fished all night. Right? We fished all night. We didn't catch anything. He said, but at thine will, Lord. Right? And many of you have heard me speak this before, but I'm going to tie in how it relates to business and just a little bit about my background and who I am. But he said, at thine will. And so the Lord is telling me to share with you on today at his will glory to God. He said in Deuteronomy 28, now it shall be if you diligently obey the Lord your God. What does the word diligence mean? It means to continue on even when it doesn't look like you want it to look. To go on even when you're not sure of the way. To go out and launch out into deep waters even when you don't know how it's going to happen. Where's the money going to come from? What are you going to do? Trust me when I tell you I failed at some businesses, right? So who am I? I'm 50 years old, just so you know, because I want to share with you. I've had some experiences in my life. I'm half a century old. I'm not old. I'm half a century old. So I can there's some things that I can share with you because I've been proven, right? I was writing out the word of God. And as a side note, that um, as I sit down to minister and listen to God, what he would say to me, he said, you've been tried in the fire. You've been proven and you've been tested and heaven has approved. Glory to God. So heaven is looking to approve us. And how do we do that? Through experiences. We have to study to show ourselves approved. Faith without works is dead. What does that even mean? That means that you got to go out to find that. You got to do and stumble and fall and get back up again, right? To know and to find success. Glory to God. So here's a little bit about me. And I'm just going to be reading from my workbook. So like I said, I have two books. This is a workbook. This is everything that I did um, in my 30 plus years of business, right? I started my first business when I was 19 years old. I sold jewelry for college while I was in college, right? To make money. Um, not because I couldn't get a job. I just didn't want a job. I don't know. I think I don't know that I always knew I was an entrepreneur. I didn't, right? I found out about my. I found out my first year in college what an entrepreneur was. I didn't know before then, right? But I didn't become an entrepreneur until my second year in college. And after that bug bit me and I set up and I had my first jewelry sale and I had $600 in my hand, I'm like, oh, this dog can hunt, right? (laughs) So I'm from North Carolina, in case you hear my accent. And so I was just like, you know, all these years, I did not like working for people, I always had an issue with authority, right? So I had to be delivered from that, <laughs> right? So I just want to give you some some um, ideas of that you might be an entrepreneur. In case you're young listening to me, older listening to me, Wherever you find yourself today, right? I I didn't like authority growing up, right? And I was my question was always, well, why do I have to do it that way? Why does it have to be like that? Why why can't I do it the way that I want to do it? And so that's not necessarily a great skill to have when you're talking to your parents or the police or people in positions of authority. But it's okay to question um, yourself. Well, do I have to do it that way? Do I? Have to? Someone called me, so it cut off my um, podcast. So I apologize for that. So. You know, it's nothing wrong with questioning, is this the path for me, right? Because a lot of times, and I'm going to share with you my background, a lot of times, I think in the back of my mind, I knew that I was set for a different path. I knew that I didn't want to work for someone. I knew that I got, I was bored with jobs. Even though I have had a few jobs in this lifetime, um, and I made a great employee, I just felt like there was always something more. I don't know, and you're there, and you're like, I could run this place better than this, Right? so you're thinking these things and in the back in your heart of hearts you know like there's more and so i think that i always desire more but i would have people tell me just go get a job just go get a master's degree just go get your phd just stay on that vein get a job get a good government job marry a good government man right i mean p- people tell me that right i love my mom and dad but my mom did mention that right but my husband is not prior military He's my lamb chop, right? We met in college. And so shout out to Pastor Marvin Price. But people will try to tell you the path that they want you to go because they want to keep you safe. Right, and they want you to have security, right? Because there's not safety and security in entrepreneurship. That's why it's he's um, he told Peter. I mean, Peter had told the Lord, had told Jesus, Well, we've been fishing all night, we hadn't caught anything. Because there's going to be those days in business when you don't catch anything, there's going to be those days in business when you don't make any money. Glory to God! But then there's going to be that time when the Lord whispers and he says to you, or he may say it to you directly with full clarity, Launch out one more time. I got you this time, right? I just wanted to see what you go out again. Glory to God. So it took me years. And my husband, I love him so much because everybody doesn't have a supportive husband. At the time, he was my fiance or boyfriend. He was always supportive, right? Every business we ever had, we've owned together. He's always been supportive, and been and been my rock. When I owned salons, he shampooed hair. When I owned salons, he gave women edge ups and line ups. When I owned salons, he gave deep conditioners. Right? Um, when I sold jewelry, he would help me glue on fastenings and attach the earrings to cards. When I sold um, when I sold jewelry and had home parties, he would set up the tables and help with the tablecloths. He would watch the children. Um, he would make sure they got fed. When I was um, running hither, to there, to and fro. Um, With our cosmetics company, he was there to help me set up and pull and put my banners up because I just didn't know how to work the banner, right? (laughs) Or he would keep the kids. And so even if you don't have that support system, there have been times when I had to do it all because he couldn't be there. He wasn't, you know, there. The kids had something else to do, right? But there's going to be times when you just got to get it all done, right? And so anyway, I say all that to say, you, if you're thinking you're an entrepreneur, if you're thinking along the lines of what I'm telling you and what I'm talking about, and you're just so dissatisfied every day when you go to work, not because you don't like the job or not because you don't like the people, but because you feel like there's more, then maybe possibly you're called to entrepreneurship. So here's my background. I earned a bachelor's science degree with a marketing concentration, right? I became an entre- entrepreneur at 19. I designed and sold jewelry in college. I opened my first salon at 27 years old. It was in Stafford, Virginia. I took out a loan against a car that I had that was paid off. Some of you that know me have heard that story before. I opened my second salon when I was 30 years old. I opened a consignment shop between those two salons when I was 28 years old. It liked to kill me. Right. Because the Lord did not tell me to open a consignment shop and he had continued to give me warning signs not to do it. I was already had just opened the salon. I hadn't even had the salon a year. Right. It was high stress. You know, every day I was working from sunup to sundown because that's what you do. And you own a business. You hustle. You grind it out. You put the time in. It won't always be that way. Right. But that's what happened. So I opened a consignment shop. I earned my nail and hair license. Um, part, well, somewhere between 22 and 23. So before I opened the salon, um, the other businesses I've tried, right? So I say tried because I did okay at them, but they weren't my natural bent. They were not what God called me to do, but I feel like they were experiences that led up to my success today. Right? So here's some of the businesses, Amway, Mary Kay, Avon, Joffra, Beauty Control, Rodan and Fields, Prime America, like how many of you can relate that you've tried so many different businesses trying to find your way in this journey of entrepreneurship? We've all done it, right? So you don't even have to beat yourself up. So let me keep going. So these businesses were not failures. I learned so much because anybody that knows network marketing has an amazing training ground, right? That is an amazing proven ground for business. And so. Some were good, some were bad. Everything I've learned and took away from these experiences has made me the person that I am today. Today, I'm determined, I'm committed, I'm driven, I'm passionate, I'm tenacious about business. I love business, and I love teaching business. God has called me to the entrepreneur. He has called me to train men and women of God in entrepreneurship and marketplace ministry. Right, so I'm reading from my book, just sharing with you my background, right, because I don't want to get off track, and we're not going to be here long. So just to share with you how i earned my first six figures in business right working for myself so i didn't earn my first six figures in my salons i think the max i made was eighty thousand dollars and when i tell you i work my fingers to the bone (laughs) to make that eighty thousand dollars right um but i work 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 so i had um stylists that worked in the salon with me but you know some people pay booth rent some people don't some people think it's a luxury not to pay their bills right so even when they wouldn't pay their booth rent, I was a working stylist. So I worked and I had stylists. So fast forward, we moved and relocated to North Carolina. Some years later, I got my real estate license. And so my first year in real estate, I earned about $45,000. My second year, I earned about eighty. dollars But my goal was to make a six-figure income in real estate, right? So at 35 years old, I earned my first six figures in real estate. As a licensed real estate broker, now I own a real estate company currently, right? Fusion Properties LLC. I've had it since 2011. So I'm just sharing that with you as my background to say I know how to tell you, or um, not tell you, I know how to share with you how to make money. I know how to share with you how to become a successful entrepreneur. And I don't say any of that to brag or boast. I say that because a lot of times we don't vet people right people will say this is who i am this is what i do this is um how what i can help you do but they never tell you about their failures they never tell you about the sleepless nights they never tell you about the crime they never tell you about their aching bones and body right they never tell you about people that stole from them entrepreneurship is this amazing crazy journey it's like riding the craziest scariest roller coaster you would ever be on but it is so financially and mentally rewarding when you are doing what god has called you to do So today, there's a couple of questions I want you to ask yourself, and I'm coming from the book. Let me go to where I want to be. So we're going to go to the back right quick let's start here so in the back of the book i had um i told you it's a workbook right so it's everything i did all my experiences that led up to earning a six-figure income consistently right so i earned my first six figures in real estate i've continued to earn six figures from there and i've had some up and down years where i was being lazy and I almost fell short, right? But through the grace and glory of God, I continue to go on, right? To be consistent. So here's a couple of questions that you wanna ask yourself and I call it a tighten up session in the workbook. Again, you can find these, uh, my books on my website at garlandaprice.com. So the one thing you wanna ask yourself is, is your business idea too broad or so broad that it's hard to, for you to explain what you do or narrow it down To where it makes financial sense and the reason why I say that is because a lot of times people will say like they're a transition coach what is that right or they're a um, breakthrough coach what is that I don't understand what that is so if I were to say to them I don't understand what that is they should be able to explain it to me so if a child cannot understand your business then you need to break it further down so that people will understand it and you can begin to make money off of it are there sub-segments of your business that could add finances and income to your business idea while you continue to build on your core idea? What's an example of that, preacher? An example of that is if you are a coach, right? If you're a business coach, financial coach, life coach, whatever it is that you are, or if you're a preacher, you're in ministry, do you have books, right? Do you have lap scarves? Do you have... um? Oil. Do you have jewelry? Do you have um, clothing? Like, do you have some type of sub segment of your business where you can begin to make money? Whether it's brooches, right? And um, and I'm just giving up ideas. I'm giving out ideas. But you know, do you have something on the side that can finance and fund the vision? that God has given you, and I'm calling that a sub-segment of your larger business, okay? And then does your idea have the potential to create an income that is viable, meaning an income that will continue to grow, an income that can sustain you? Is your business scalable, right? So if you have a business that is a one-hit wonder and you can't replicate it and you can't um, repeat it and it can't be done over and over and over again, then you gotta think back, you gotta say, God, okay, how can I create How can I take what you've given me, but make it where it's a scalable business, right? Where it's a viable business that I can actually make money off of. And then um, what's another thing you want to ask yourself? Um, This is an idea. Let's say you don't know. Let's say you ask God and you hear, that's my version of crickets, right? Because sometimes we'll ask God a question and we have to wait on the answer or he'll use someone else to come and bring us the answer and so here's an idea of if you're not sure whether or not you can create an income that is viable from your business do you need to possibly scrap the idea do you need to rethink the plan do you need to rewrite your your business plan or your vision and or schedule time with a focus group to really help you hone in on and re-strategize building that idea i would do that all the time i remember when i launched my cosmetics company i own Glamour cosmetics we're a wholesale um, distributor of cosmetics and I remember when I first launched on on Facebook right I posted a compact of makeup and it what but I wasn't generating any sales and so a friend of mine that had bought makeup from me um, shout out to sister Latria wise right coach Latria why she's an amazing um, coach and I, I messaged her and I said um, Latria I said do you from looking at my post would you think that I own a cosmetics company or I was a beauty blogger she said I would think you're a beauty blogger I wouldn't really think you have anything for sale although I was sharing that it was for sale so I value her opinion it made me rethink my approach and I asked other people how can I improve what do I need to do what would make it better and from there the sales began to generate so I didn't take it as they were downing my idea I took it as constructive criticism so that I could make money right cuz cash is king <laughs> so Create a focus group of your friends and people whose opinions you value. Don't get offended. Listen to what they tell you and then glean the information. My mother-in-law titles it this way, eat the meat and spit out the bones, right? So um, if your business does have the potential to earn an income and it's not yet, chances are maybe... You haven't given enough time to profit yet and or you aren't being consistent in working on income-producing activities daily. And we're gonna talk about that in another podcast and another video, right? And then what activities are you completing daily that affect your bottom line? See, what I find is that people do busy work, right? They're blogging during the day. That's not an income-producing activity. Yes, it's marketing, but there should be a time for marketing and there should be a time set aside for things that actually generate sales, like asking people, talking to people having appointments setting appointments creating events right Um, i mean holding events so dollar producing activities and so I find that people move papers from side to side on the desk. We scroll social media. We've all been guilty of doing it, right? I had to repent to God. I said, God, forgive me from where I have wasted time, where I have not been a good steward of time and been a good steward of that which you've given me and that I, that that I've possessed, right? When I've not been a good steward of my talents. So don't beat yourself up about it. Just repent and say, God, okay, show me what is an income producing activity. You can buy my book. It's in here, right? I just missed my page. Lost my page messing with y'all. I'm <laughs> just kidding. So, um, seriously though And on a serious note I talk a lot about lead generation In my books And um, income producing activities Because if it doesn't make make money It doesn't make sense We are marketplace ministers, right? If you're in the marketplace It's to make money God said I've given you the ability to get wealth So, do you have Um, scheduled activities that will generate income for your business are you following a schedule and then what does that schedule look like every day right what are the activity schedule that i'm following daily weekly or monthly that's leading to the goal of income right? What activities are you completing daily that affect your bottom line? Are you making phone calls? Are you making connections? Are you asking for referrals? It depends on what your business is. Are you going out and meeting people? Because it's one thing to be on social media, but you can't necessarily build your entire business from social media. At least you shouldn't just depend on that. Because what if one day it went away? Right. And I'm not saying that it will because it won't. Right. It's technology. But what about all the people you pass every day in your local community? Do they know what you do? Right. Because let's say you have a baking business. I could sit here and eat cake pops or pound cake, you know, online. But what if I was set up somewhere in my local market or in the markets within 30 to 50 miles radius around me where people could actually try it and buy it? Then the people online, would then they could order it but but i have the greater potential with my makeup to meet people in person right here in my local community where i live 30 to 50 miles in radius around me to try before they buy right versus trying to sell it online and say girl you would love this um this shimmer this amber glow highlighting powder you would love this amazing um gold dust eyeshadow you would love my matte lip liner and nymph lipstick right You would love my thrift store find um, jewelry that you can find in my eBay store, right? It's going to be easier for you to look at these things in person right? And we're going to talk about how to do that in another um, video, another podcast, because I'm not going anywhere and neither are you. I'm going to help you get to where God has called you to be, to begin to earn and monetize money with your business. And if it's, you already making money, we're going to grow consistency. If you, um, you already have consistency, then we're going to scale it up and make more money, more money, more money, right? (laughs) I'm just, I'm saying that because my son's teacher, um, was she would charge them I think if they had their cell phone out and they'd have to pay $5 and so she was always saying my money my money so um anyway um, what else do I have on here what is meant by that is there are activities that will lead you to income because they are purposeful and then there are things people do in their business that doesn't generate income here's some examples and then we're going to end the video on this so again i'm pastor garlinda price with common ground ministry i'm the author of launch at 30 days to greatness six figure success with biblical principles i'm sharing with you from my work book which you want to purchase i currently have them on special at 24.95 And the Mindset Book, I don't remember how much it is. I believe it's $15.95, but it'll be on my website. And the Mindset Book will prime your mind for why God has called you to entrepreneurship and why you're ready. Now's the time for you to do it. It's not too late, right? I I ministered on that yesterday. So income-producing activities. These activities should be performed during a scheduled time when you have planned and or outlined to work on your business, right? So you should have planned time to work on your business and in your business. So like last night, this is just an example Um, my family was down here watching a movie and even though I wanted to watch the movie right I was with them but I was working on our cosmetics website. I'm having to add new products, remove discontinued products. I'm promoting that um, we have um, an amazing wholesale opportunity. And so I worked on that until about 1.30 in the morning until I ran out of steam, right? Because it still has to get done. And that's not an income-producing activity. It will produce income at some point. But it's not something I should be doing during the day. During the day, I should be selling makeup, right? I should be selling the opportunity. I should be telling people why lipstick and liquor is recession-proof. I'm not selling liquor. That's just our. Logan with the company, because that's an economic fact, right? But I don't want to get sidetracked on that. So to avoid distractions, let your family and friends know that you're not available during the time that you're working on your business, right? So sometimes you will have to forego some me time. Sometimes you will have to forego some friendship and family time to build that which God has called you to build and to grow. Note, working on your business is income producing activity time when you're making phone calls to clients, when you're meeting with clients. This is scheduled work time where money is exchanging hands, right? That is an income producing activity when there's the potential for money to change hands. And then this is the last page, we gonna close on this. So, what are income producing activities? This is just a list to get you started. Um, To keep you mindful and on track for productivity, calling centers of influence and asking them for their business. What is a center of influence? People that like and admire you, people who look up to you, people who think a lot of you, people that will want to help you, people that want to see you grow and see you be successful. Um calling past clients and asking for their business. You may or may not have past clients, but this could be a past client from even another business, right? Don't discriminate. Listen, just if you were you're in a new business now or you've launched a new business or you're restarting a business, don't be embarrassed or ashamed to go back. And we'll talk about scripts and dialogues that I have in the book as well to help you generate conversation that's not weird. But here's an example. Gloria I want to apologize to you that I've not contacted you or reached out to you for so long and you may or may not even know it but I currently own Fusion Properties real estate company and I don't know if you know anybody from work or church that's looking to buy a home sell a home invest in real estate in the next 30 days but if you think of anyone hey let me know by the way how's your family how are you all doing how the kids right so that's a script or dialogue to just say you know I'm so sorry I haven't reached out in for forever you may not know what's going on with me but this is what I've been working on right how are you easy as that? Um, a coffee meeting with clients. So you don't always have to invite people to go to lunch, especially if you don't have the income initially to buy breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Invite someone to coffee, iced tea. You can do 99 cent drinks, right? <laughs> At you know, McDonald's, um, all these different places where you could have the potential to meet. I've met clients everywhere under the sun, right? Um, ask them for referrals, uh, sharing with them what you do in a clear and concise manner. So They may, you may not feel confident enough yet to say, will you do business with me, but who do you know, right? Who do you know that could use my product or service? I just wanted to genuinely meet with you to share with you what it is that I'm doing. I wanted to meet with you and show you some of my products. I wanted to meet with you um, and give you a a sample copy of my book. Or I wanted to meet with you and give you some samples of what I'm creating or show you the jewelry that I'm making. I just wanted to meet with you to show you what I'm doing. So in case you run across anyone that may have a need, then you'll know, right? You can refer them to me. That's the way you begin to network and generate business. Then lastly, um, they will share your information. But no, for people and clients to want to do business with you and refer their friends and family to you, they must see value or perceive benefits. You've got to be confident. Amen? Always be speaking or talking from the perspective of what is in it for them. So I just want to end on that because we only have four quick seconds before 30 minutes is here. So I'm Garlanda Price with Price with Common Ground Ministry. Shout out to you. I was coming to you today from my books, Launch at 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success with Biblical Principles. And we're going to talk more um from these books because i want to help you be successful i also offer coaching you may or may not be looking for coaching but if you are my packages are on my website and i have some flexible pricing options that i don't have up there right don't let money be the option don't let money be the um the block right let's figure out how we can work through it and how we can work together if you think that I maybe could help you with what it is that you want to do or just schedule a one hour session and then I always go over an hour right so I'm just gonna let you know even though you see the one hour session on there my whole goal is to give value so even if we're on there for two hours I'm only gonna say this is I'm only charging you for an hour but tell me what I can do to help you to be successful to help you launch out and do what God has called you to do so until my next podcast again I'm Garland. The Price launch it 30 days to greatness six-figure success with biblical principles it's time for you to launch out and to do what thus saith the Lord God bless you, and I'll talk to you soon.